0: Everybody, another winning Monday, just across the street from Lambeau Field. Welcome to the turn where the Packers get by the Denver Broncos. Saddle up, folks. They're 3 0, 27 to 16, the final. This is getting interesting here in Titletown, USA. Lots to talk about tonight, lots of great stuff to give away, and we're gonna do it alongside with Matt Z. Hello there, Matthew. Hello, hello, hello. I hate Thursday night football. Right. One reason is it's Thursday night football, and I don't think the players really like it, but the league's
1: going to keep doing it. You've always you've always hated the, the Thursday day of the week, just in general. You've never liked Thursday.
0: No, I've, I'm, I'm fine with Thursday. Football
1: or not, it's your least favorite day of the week.
0: No, nah, I think Monday's my least favorite okay. day of the right. week. But I, I, this show notwithstanding. But Thursday night football stinks. Uh, I don't think the games are great. Players don't want to, you know, they're beat up, hurt, all this sort of thing. It's even, tough. Even... Another reason why I don't like Thursday night games, it compresses the week. And Matt LaFleur is kind of new to this thing, and I don't think he's aware of the fifth quarter show, which takes place on 5 o'clock on Monday nights every single week. At the turn. For his entire lifetime, I might add. Uh, Yeah, by the way, this show has existed every year of Matt LaFleur's life. I know. He should know better, but he doesn't. And so this is his first kind of compressed, condensed week, and he has scheduled all the guys in. They let him sleep this morning, which was nice of him after a big win, but they're all in this afternoon for meetings, corrections, game planning, and everything else, and uh, they're going to go right through the evening, so that takes out Jay Weg's daddy uh, from guesting here tonight. Jamal uh, Jamal Williams was going to appear, but he's working, Uh, so apologize for that. I'll talk to Lafleur right after the show tonight. In fact, he has his press conference about 7.15 tonight, and then the locker room opens at 7.30, so that's why no guest tonight, but We're gonna make it worth your while, and I'm glad you came down because the boys from Robinson tonight, I had not just one pair of tickets, but I got a four pack as well.
1: To give wow. away for
0: Thursday night's showdown with the Eagles. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, and that's just the beginning of it. We're going to have a whole bunch of fun with all that other stuff awesome. later on. And a big win to talk about. Uh, say what you will. And there are nitpickers that are driving
1: me crazy about this team. I don't get it. Oh, yeah, but that's I, that's nothing new in any sport, no. in any city, in any country. Really? Oh, th- th- that's what happens. You nitpick even if you have the best franchise in whatever this sport it is. Is city
0: that spoiled where they do not appreciate
1: a 3-0 start? I think any winning city is that spoiled. I disagree. No, there's, there's a certain amount of fans, and I don't believe it's the majority, but there's a certain amount of fans that are unhappy no matter what the result that is the small portion of your fan base i suppose but it's also the portion of your fan base in today's world that is obsessed with twitter ah, that is obsessed with yes. calling radio programs Yes. The because social apparently media starlets the rest stars. of us have jobs but they can call <laughs> in at 11:30 in the morning
0: there are now guys uh, that are credentialed in the press box mm. for no other reason than they are on social media yeah it's just ridiculous, and but there's quite a honestly, rabid... there's about three or four of them. I'm not kidding you, and I, I don't want to get into this too deep, but there are like three or four of them that have about as much experience watching and covering the NFL as you ladies do right in front of us, and yet they're out there, and they have followers, and suddenly they are perceived as experts when in
1: reality they're not. Well, you don't, you don't have to really know a lot about sports to be a good social media entity. You just have to have 180 characters right. that are catchy that will get people to click. I suppose. That's all you need. You need, a, right, so you I need a clever hashtag I know. rather than football analysis. Ah, alright. So, alright. Enough of that. Not that there's not talented people that use <laughs> Twitter in a positive way. But the people you might be speaking of have those jobs about, because they're great with their thumbs. I suppose.
0: I suppose. And I don't really only tweet during games yeah. and Packer-related news. I don't tweet about my kids or the wife or where I went to eat or shopping or anything else like that. So.
1: And, and I'll be honest, that's a way that a certain generation of fans now watch sports. I understand. My, my youngest brother, who I watched football with for three hours yesterday and was annoyed to no end by this, he is a Lions fan. So as the Packers game is going on, we're in an establishment with the NFL Sunday ticket. He's watching his game. I'm watching the Packers game, watching all the games, just kind of absorbing everything. Every time I look when the Lions made a play, he was on his phone scrolling through Twitter feeds. All right. Or on a Reddit page to see what people were commenting all about. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, I, there, there is an audience for social media and sports. True. It's not how I prefer to watch games, All right. but. All right. All right. Anyway, we got it off our chest. But hey, a good win. 27-16 for the Pack.
0: Incrementally better for this team. Uh, 10, 21, 27. Defense. A couple of takeaways. A couple more. And a whole bunch yesterday with six more sacks. And here it is. and 3-0 for the Packers. Um, Enjoyed it. Denver Broncos, I don't know if the fans did in the drizzle in the rain, but uh, uh, they beat another team that was obviously uh, desperate for a win and still looking, uh, but it's the Packers who are among eight in the NFL that are undefeated three weeks in. That hasn't happened since 1996, and that was a very good year, which we are going to talk about in great detail later on tonight.
1: Wins are tough to come by in the NFL. You hear that every single week, and that's why teams are happy to get a win, even when it's sloppy, when there's a lot of tape to look at. That you can correct I've always looked at it as especially in football if you get a win say it's 21 10 27 16 but it's sloppy and the offense was hit or miss and your defense was gashed on the ground would you be upset if that was a playoff victory and it sent you on to the next <laughs> round I don't think you would No, I don't but think that win either helps you get to your ultimate goal of making the playoffs.
0: And you got to do something really goofy or get really wounded not to make it once you start 3-0 and based yeah. on the history and the statistics. So the Packers may be on their way back. Well, they've got a long way to go. Uh, but they're doing things very well. As we mentioned, pressuring quarterbacks, getting them uncomfortable, taking the ball away, not turning it over, uh, not committing uh, – Terrible penalties and winning the field position with J.K. Rocket Scott uh, continuing to to flip fields for the Packers uh, when it is most desired. So a lot of things are going right. Yes, it's not perfect, but uh, there's a long way to go. But a very short week with the Packers taking on the Eagles on Thursday night. And we're sending a whole bunch of people to that game. So stick around. Let's get to it, shall we? Another great start for the Pack. Four plays, was it, I think? Five, maybe, on the opening series? Five for 75 in just over two minutes and 40 seconds. And they're on top. Uh, They give a big kickoff return, get the first of six sacks. Uh, Go up, uh, you know, and then give up a long drive and get the game even. It's kind of back and forth through the end of the first half. Then a big takeaway. Preston Smith. Strip sack, Rashawn Gary recovers. Short field, cash in, 17-10 at the half. Come out in the third quarter, Jair Alexander, monster play. Taking it right away from the rookie Noah Fant. Short field, touchdown, 24-10. And I had a feeling there was no way the Broncos were going to put up another (laughs) couple of touchdowns the way that defense was playing. Uh, And uh, they did not,
1: and uh, they banked another one. And it was really nice to see the defense get consistent pressure without blitzing. Yeah. You didn't have to blitz Joe Flacco. He didn't have to yesterday. Was the Darius and you, and you first got one, one, yeah, consistent
0: down, on the, down on the goal. It was a three-man rush. Yeah, and that's when he did his crazy crawl and eating the what he was dog <laughs> crawling. I think he said something yeah. like that. He was he
1: was hungry. He was. He but was he was animated. I, don't I, know. I
0: like the enthusiasm. That's for sure. So all right, three up, three down for the Packers. Let's get to the locker room, shall we? From Lambeau yesterday afternoon. Yes, head coach Matt Lafleur, uh, welcome to the Lombardi and Lambeau Club. Starting a career three-four-three.
2: That was a pretty good team win right there. It really came down to to the ball. Being plus three in the turnover ratio, you're going to set yourself up
0: for, for a lot of wins. Yes, you are. Uh, a lot of them. Another first-year coach. On the other side, though, Vic Fangio. And uh, with Denver, he's still looking for his first win.
2: Yeah, we're 0-3. That's our record. That's a fact. I do see a lot of good out there. Not enough. We, we're not doing enough good things that the good teams that win do. know which is protect the ball It hadn't been a problem in the first two games it was today we're not getting the ball turned over as and we're not stopping them enough even though our stats might show that we're not playing good enough defense
0: no they're not and that's really got to drive him crazy because he is one of the best defensive coordinators the nfl seen in the last 20 odd years
1: on the other side of the ball they showed they can run the football
0: Uh, They aren't the first to run it against the Packers now. Dalvin Cook and the Vikings ran it well. Uh, The Broncos ran it well. And uh, that might be one of the very few red flags for this defense. Keep in mind, though, Z, uh, Mike Pettin is not playing a 4-3 or daring you to throw crowd the box defense anymore. He will bring a safety down from time to time, but primarily his base defense is three down linemen, two edge rushers, Blake Martinez, and five DBs. That's not a lot of big people on the field against the run.
1: And it's it's okay to give up ground yards. It is as long as you're not giving up touchdowns at the end of those drives. And what you've been seeing is they're not giving up a lot of points. No, they're not. It's okay to give up yards as long as you don't give up touchdowns. 38
0: rushes, 149 yards. The longest rush was only 13.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I think that
0: is livable. Livable? Word? I think you can live with that, in sure. other words. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, not bad. How about the offense for the pack? Aaron Rodgers and the boys put up 27, but uh, kind of like what I've been thinking, uh, we're only seeing incremental improvements.
2: I can't say it's been real flashy yet on the offensive side of the ball, but uh, I do feel good about the way we're progressing, and, uh, you know, very positive to be up here again, you know, 3-0, and uh, with still haven't played a 60-minute game on offense yet.
0: Not even close. Not even close. Uh, but if they do, then they're starting hit 30s on the scoreboard. Oh, easily. And I just, like I said, I just don't see teams scoring 30 on this Packer defense three weeks in, second stingiest in one of the biggest statistics statistically, points allowed, in the NFL.
1: You know, every team is probably going to have one of those just really clunker type of games, but it doesn't seem like they're a defense where that's going to be consistent, where suddenly they're just going to start swirling downward. They do seem very consistent at what they do and for the offense what's been nice the last two weeks is really fast starts yeah and if you can out of the gate give that, that defense a seven point lead maybe a 10 point 14 point lead forget about it yeah it's then gonna be Pet, tough. then Pettin can do a lot anything of different he things he wants
0: then you can really control uh I, and take away what you want to control going in and then you're in the cat
1: i heard a stat from the nfl network after the Packers-Broncos game, for the offense for the Packers, in the first quarter, their offense is ranked seventh in the NFL. Very good. Top ten offense. Quarter second, third, fourth, (laughs) they're 30th. Okay. They're very good early. (laughs) Once they start improving in those other quarters, that's going to be tough. All right. He's a first-year head coach, second-year play caller, and I really
0: don't know if Matt LaFleur is handling – what is adjusted by his adversary to slow things down good with scripted plays the but adjustments you're right i think that might have to come a little bit that will come i think with time he's only three games in let's cut him a little bit of slack but thanks to fumble recoveries late in the second early in the third aaron jones able to cap two short drives with touchdown runs
2: it started with the blocking unit up front i mean they made it easy I- just gave a little dip to hold that linebacker and was able to find the, find the lane. And I was like, I was thinking, don't fall, don't fall before the end zone. On the second one, play uh, was designed to go outside and um, Corey did a great job of covering his man up. He knew he was going to get a, down there on the, on the one, you're going to get some kind of penetration up front, especially from the center. He has to snap the ball, then block. So um, we knew that was going to happen and was able to get outside and find this end zone.
0: He almost got the handoff on that second one. he was (laughs) jumped back so far. But, uh, again, Aaron Jones made the adjustment and scooted to the pylon and got in for the touch. Only uh, 10 carries for Jones, just 19 yards. Ah, but Jamal Williams, uh, who would have been our guest tonight, to talk about his 12 carries for 59. He ran hard in the four-minute offense late, picking up a key first down when the Packers were terrible on third, only two of nine. Uh, The best thing about it, sharing the carries, not letting one back get beat up when you got to play – in three days, now uh, they'll be kicking off at Lambeau Field. So, uh, and it's, that was a good idea.
1: It's tougher on a defense when multiple guys can be effective from that position, and that's what you saw with Jamal Williams yesterday. I do have to wonder, how does that guy have energy left after the first play of the game? He is so I know energetic and amped up after every single carry. I know it's a. It's amazing to me that that guy is awake by the fourth quarter. <laughs> but he got
0: it done. All right. As we talked about, the defense came up three takeaways, a half dozen sacks to Darius Smith on another big play day.
2: When we come to practice, you know, we go all out. Uh, we key in on our assignments and we do the little things right. And uh, I feel like this week we had uh, uh, a situation where we got to go back-to-back game. So we felt like if we can win this game, man, and go 3-0 and until Thursday night game, we'll have a lot of uh, advantage and a lot of uh, – what word I'm looking for Momentum. Momentum, yeah. They've <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: got plenty of that. Uh, that was so, Preston Smith right there helping Z out with the, uh,
1: the word of the day, momentum. The Smith Sack Company – I really think they need their own YouTube channel. They could do something. I think they would be great as a combo. Just talk about everyday life. Just have those guys do a 10 minute daily show. And now here it is after every game, they gotta do it together. I it's think it great. Was, I think it's kind of itch. It's very different. That's interesting, it's that's It's energy for sure. that we haven't seen here in a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Preston helping out with the right word, and, but he also had a hat trick of sacks himself. But he says it's all 11 getting it done on our side of the ball.
2: You don't hear, oh, the D-line played great today. Uh, but the DBs struggle. You know, oh, the DBs did great, but up front struggle. We play defense. We play great defense here. And that's what
0: we aim for each and every week. Two big free agents contributing in big ways. The top two draft choices making plays. Rashawn Gary with a sack in the fumble recovery. Uh, Darnell Savage with the pick. Uh, that's a pretty good batting average for Goody going right now. He's killing it right uh, now. Yeah. He is. So far, first three weeks in. Last year's number one. Chadier Alexander had the big strip of Noah Fant to start that third quarter. As the D has now hit eight takeaways in three weeks.
1: Defense win championships. You know it's a big emphasis on getting that ball uh, and how you get the ball. Good pressure, tight coverage,
0: and quick hands. Yeah, he just snatched it right out of there. Eight takeaways for the Packers already this year. They had 15 all last season. And back when, yeah, uh, back when they were um, going to uh, deep into the playoffs. Charles Woodson, Al Harris, those guys were into the high 20s, 30s every year. Dom Capers' defense five down takeaways. They vanished the last couple of years, as did the pass rush. All of a sudden, both are back at once, and look what's happening. Even Joe Flacco, poor Joe, said the turnovers were just too much to overcome.
1: Obviously, those things hurt, and, you know, know, they're simple things. You know, we're dropping back to throw a five-step go route to Cortland,
2: and, and... strip sack you know and you give them the ball inside the five yard line
1: it's going to be tough to overcome those things for sure but I don't think that's where the game was really over Um, it definitely would have made a big difference
0: yeah that makes a difference no question about it now the quarterbacks they've seen uh Trubisky Cousins Flacco next couple they see Carson Wentz Dak Prescott Patrick Mahomes is lurking yeah going to be a little more challenging as we get a little deeper for this Packer defensive
1: unit. The first three haven't been murderers row. No. You're right. But that happens. I mean, you play the game, the games that are on your schedule. You True. can only play against the quarterbacks that the other team yeah, lines well, up we against laugh. you. I mean,
0: Teddy Bridgewater gets a win. Falk gets a win. Uh, right. Yeah, so yeah, be careful what you wish for. Finally, a couple more comments from the Packers in, in a different regard. Uh, there's a whole different feeling going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue. Just listen to Blake Martinez.
2: It's awesome, just the, the culture that's kind of changing around here. Everybody wants to be the best. Everyone wants to compete. They don't want to let each other down and those types of things, and it's just it's super special. Every single time we go out there, um, we have a D-Train chant that we always do. Um, we're sliding out of the huddle, messing with each other, talking on the sideline, and it's just a great atmosphere.
0: When you see the defense run en masse into the end zone to do the picture posing and all that sort of thing, you can see how much fun they are having. When last year, when this thing was winding down and McCarthy got sacked, there was a grumpiness, there was just such a stale air about this place, there has been an injection of enthusiasm, the likes of which Aaron Rodgers seems to have noticed, too. He can feel the new vibe at Lambeau.
2: All of us who've been here for a significant amount of time realize how different this feels. It's just a different energy. You know, it is palpable, it's
0: contagious, it's charismatic, and... It's fun. It really is. Winning is fun. It is. But the enthusiasm that a new collection of young, hungry players with a young head coach has brought to this team, it's easy to see on the field.
1: It is. And it's it's easy to maintain that energy as well for four quarters like that defense has been able to do when they're constantly getting pressure on the quarterback, when they're creating those turnovers, when they're getting the sacks, when they're getting those big plays. It'll be interesting to see – in a game where they get a little bit maybe more tested and pushed around maybe a little bit by a Patrick Mahomes or something. Look, the
0: Bears were one score throughout. It yeah. was
1: a one-score game. Vikings hung around way too
0: long. This was a 24-16 game, mm-hmm. 17 if not for the doink, uh, and it's a one score, and they continued to finish and get the stops required. So yes. there is this, I think there, there is a far more sustainable look to the defense and I think there's still so much growth room for the offense that let's let it play out and see
1: where it goes. Absolutely. I think that's the most exciting part about the start of a 3-0 and team is your special teams, especially with J.K. Scott, who I don't think gets talked about enough yeah. of how good he was. Four punts yesterday, three inside the 20. His other one hit inside the five and just happened to bounce into the end zone. He averaged like 57 yards 53 yeah 53 yeah including the long of 66 that thing was just
0: unbelievable He's
1: a weapon Yeah that Big time. He's a weapon. That That's a big part of your game. I think he needs to get talked about a little bit more. Yeah, hidden yards are huge. Your defense is excellent. Game. Now if the offense gets a little bit more consistent, this can be a scary team and no one really thought it was going to be that I, coming I, into the I regular season. I
0: haven't pick 3-0 to start to tell you the truth, but here they are. 27-16 over the Broncos. A lot more to talk about with this Packer team. Don't go away. We are live from the turn, powered by Top golf swing suite and also brought to you in part by sport clips where you can get an mvp treatment for any guy going over there use their app for easy check-in we got tickets to the game thursday night we got our new era hats and we're going to take a fond look back at uh, a january uh, many moons ago and that'll be our uh, anniversary Highlight tonight on the fifth quarter. Philly coming in, and one of my all-time favorite guys uh, that I've uh, got to know from the Packers over the years is the leader of the Eagles and Dougie Peterson, old gunslinger's former backup quarterback. Uh, He is a great, great guy. Looking forward to seeing him again this week. Looking forward to finding out if we can get a hot and cold play winner tonight. You know how it works. Our friends at Robinson's uh, will give you a prize tonight if you guess the hot play of the day, and you're also going to get qualified for the grand prize drawing at the end of the year. A pair of seats to the uh, indoor clubs for that home finale for the Packers so line up and see if we can't get him knocked down right away. Hot play goes first. Roger, you're up. What's your guess? What do you got, Roger? What was that? Gary's fumble recovery Rashawn Gary's fumble five. recovery? Yeah, we probably should reward the kid. I mean that's his first but it won't be his last so that's not quite it. No. But it was a good play. Yes, good it was. It was. Yeah, it was a nice All right. play. Hot play. Hot play. Needed
1: to get hot right
0: away. What's your guess?
1: I'll go with first touchdown. Scanley's uh, touchdown pass. All right. Early in the game.
0: Second week in a row. The offense hot from the start. Five snaps in at Aaron Rodgers pull a patented freebie.
2: Yeah, I just looked right at uh Tay, and he was kind of standing on the line of scrimmage. So I kind of saw Marquez getting out there. Pocket was collapsing a little bit, so I just retreated a little bit and just gave Marquez a chance with a high one. He ran under it.
0: We ran under it all right, covered 40 yards to put the Packers on top early, and I asked MVS if uh, if the receivers that are split out way wide realize a free one's coming.
2: Yeah, I mean, we see the guys jump off the sides, and we know the, we know the cadence, and so we see a guy jump because we're watching the ball, so we see it first before anybody else does. So. Does that
0: give you an advantage even on a DB downfield? Definitely,
2: because he can't see it. Um, and so we get a guys to jump, so we know we have a free play. No matter what happens, we can go up and try to make any type of catch. You know, if it's an interception, doesn't matter. Um, If it's passing fairs, it doesn't matter. You know, just go out and do whatever we can because it's a free play. It
0: It was a free one and costly for Denver, and that's our hot play of the day. Who's our winner there? Hey, Jimmy, congratulations. Take home the prize tonight, and you are in. We'll do the cold play a little bit later on. Uh, Packers have some company in the division. Lions beat the Eagles yesterday 27 24. Vikings over the Raiders 34 14. Bears are going in a little while in D.C. against the Redskins. Bears win that game. The NFC North will be the only division in the league with everybody above 500. Tough
1: division. Eagles almost won that game yesterday. They should have won that game. They should have. The receiver drops the ball at the goal line. I know. Just flat out drops the there ball. was another one dropped in the end
0: zone yeah. if i'm not mistaken but they got it back and they still couldn't finish so uh but the eagles are banged up uh a little bit i mean they were without deshaun jackson and alshon jeffrey their top two receivers yesterday in fact they uh are listed on their injury report already out it's uh no they didn't practice today but injury reports are out and uh, uh the other big hit to the eagles is ronald darby their starting corner he will not play uh, he's a hamstring injury and mri today was not good news he may miss a couple of weeks for Philly so that's good news for the pack I would think
1: yeah absolutely take uh, advantage of the injury positions
0: and as for the Packers they have 14 names on their well uh, estimated injury report for today. The only practice day is going to be tomorrow. That's another reason these Thursday night games are really crazy. But uh, the most uh, concerning is Jimmy Graham. Uh, Just made it uh, as a questionable player going into the game with a groin injury. Uh, Ran around a little bit, didn't do a whole lot again. And now a quadricep injury is also on his list. And uh, if they did practice today, he would not have participated, nor would have Oren Burks or Montrevious Adams uh, Burke's still coming back from the pack, although he's getting closer, and Adams with a shoulder injury that forced him on the inactive list, along with Jake Coomero with his shoulder, but uh, he would have been listed as a limited participant today. So Packers got through that game relatively healthy, and as Aaron said, I didn't even have to. That was the cleanest uniform I've ever had uh, after a, a game, and uh, he felt great. He said he only got hit once uh, and uh, was as
1: clean as he's ever been, and he's feeling very chipper going into Thursday night. That's a good thing. Too bad to see Jimmy Graham banged up, you know, with the injuries. He needs to be a guy that's at 100 percent or as close to it at his age, his point of the career, if he's going to be anywhere near effective. Is he going to be anywhere near? It depends. Effective as he
0: was with New Orleans. No, and no, even, no, 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 no. No, I think those days are are long. I think those days are gone for yeah. Jimmy Graham. I'm.
1: It's whatever your expectation might be for him. Is he just a red zone type of a guy like you saw with throw a ball up and let Jimmy Graham just kind of go get it because he's bigger than most DBs and safeties, or are you expecting him to be a consistent threat through a drive? I don't think that's Jimmy Graham anymore. All right. Jim- and he's not, a, he's, not, he's not a good run blocker. No. Certainly not a
0: good pass protector. <laughs> no.
1: no, Mercedes Lewis is a much better run blocker. Right.
0: Tight ends were targeted six times yesterday and uh, two catches. Uh, Tanya had one for four. Mercedes had one for 19. Um, Tanya had a couple of go routes or deep stretching routes. Yeah. That Those are the types of plays I wonder if Jimmy Graham can still
1: do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He, he's not as quick as he used to be obviously and if he's banged up it's tough for him for him to get off the Especially line
0: soft tissue leg yeah.
1: issues and areas down below the Although- waist
0: uh that's going to complicate matters so so we shall see bigger question, Z, for me is this and we kind of talked about this last night on uh, the cover two show on channel two is that all right defenses all of a sudden uh, unleashed weapon after weapon yep. c smith preston smith uh, all right uh, savage uh, jair's playing great kevin king all right don't stop running on a go route and make the tackle out of the flat, notwithstanding, uh, is playing pretty well. Uh, the secondary, I think, is making life difficult for quarterbacks and receivers. Is there that much impact on the offense? Rogers, yes. Adams, yes. Bueller, Bueller, is there another
1: impact player on this offense I would that say, can help give defenses something to worry about? I'd say the closest thing to it right now is MVS.
0: In a very limited capacity because he is a straight line, downfield,
1: 4-3 burner. Okay. Yeah. Okay? But he's he's a big body. He's fast. What he went out six catches yesterday. Touchdown.
0: He had uh, some drops.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Geronimo Allison is another guy who's big and fast. He dropped the ball, a big drop as well. Yeah,
0: stumbling backwards on that one.
1: It's Geronimo doesn't seem to be taking the next step. Everybody thought he was going to last year, then he does get hurt. MVS at least seems to be popping up on your stat sheet a little bit more often. That's true. If there's, if there's going to be a guy, it seems that that's going to be that guy is MVS. And Aaron Jones had a really good game last we week. We thought it was going to be Kumaro, yeah. but he's yeah. And Kumaro now with a shoulder, up. and
0: even when he was healthy, uh, almost forgotten in the offense so far early yeah. in the
1: season. Maybe I, time will tell. But I think you can start using the running backs more in the passing game as well, getting them out of the backfield, catching balls. And the play that excited me the most yesterday was Danny was Vitale. Danny Vitale. I agree. Yeah. The yeah. way that they used him coming out of the backfield, it's just a matchup nightmare with that guy. Yeah. One catch 27 yards? He almost had that for a touchdown. I know. Now that's a that's a kind of a play though that you cannot make a of in right.
0: their offense. I mean, that's going to be one you spring on teams, and they spring it beautifully. It was a great call, great execution, really good play from Danny.
1: And now teams game plan for that. They spend they time trying to scheme that sort of a play. Then you get another play for him that looks the same, but it's a little bit different and take advantage. That's the whole idea of yeah. the whole the floor system. Absolutely. They want
0: everything to look the same with so many options off of it, and I just don't think because they're not productive enough on early downs uh, able to show that. All right. All of these variations, based on the same formations, they're not running enough offensive plays because they're not converting enough third downs. That's why there's still all these fits and starts to the offense three weeks in, in my opinion. Yes, the script looks great. Yeah, you know, they practice it all week and then they run it in the games and it works.
1: Right. Because they You know. I've, I've heard the. I've heard the comment. Well, if they script the first 15. Why not script just the script, whole, script 50 yeah. plays? All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: and then instead of just the one flip card, right. he's going to have. You know a teleprompter in front of him. Make yeah sure and it, it it's it.
1: not quite how that works not but, quite how that yeah. works
0: all right so we'll figure it out all right when we come but you're, back you're
1: right there there does need to be another consistent wide receiver threat besides adams make it easier for adams and then just punish teams that try to take adams away consistently and they are
0: trying their best targeted only four times yep. yesterday
1: but Devontae had other things on his mind
0: like how he must learn to change diapers we right. congratulate Devontae on the birth of his daughter last yeah, week. Yeah, good for him, late. that's awesome. Congratulations, yeah, he's been keeping me uh, uh, abreast of the situation, since she was close. I asked him if he wanted to come on the show and he goes, hey, once once a baby comes, I'm on baby duty. And I said, I understand that. So, uh, but uh, congratulations, a great day for Devonte with the daughter
1: i'm glad to hear that he said i'm on baby duty and didn't just say hi hey, i'm in season i'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll catch you no, in december no. january baby duty
0: is excusable all right bears check vikings check broncos check eagles next for the green bay packers all right we've had a hot play winner time to find a cold play winner from our friends at robinson works the same way guess the cold play you're going to take home a prize tonight and be qualified for the end of the uh, season home game here at Lambeau. who is that finale at home I keep forgetting. I know it's before Christmas this year. Oh, the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. December fifteenth, the last home game. Last two on the road. All right, Roger. Roger's back. Crosby's missed field goal. Crosby's missed field Ooh. goal. Ooh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, yeah. You lose it, again, Roger. Yeah, Roger's zero for two today, but that wasn't it.
1: Roger, um, you're starting to get a reputation. I know for not being a winner, Roger. I kind
0: of forgot about that. And again, okay, so they settle for two field goals. They miss a third. That's thirty points if he makes it. Yeah, and. And that's what I'm saying. Why are people just going, this offense is brutal? It's not quite Miami Dolphin brutal, folks. Right. So Because
1: because Matt LaFleur came in, kind of dubbed the next offensive genius. And then he's given Aaron Rodgers, I think the expectations for this offense Well the Rams put up in Cleveland were were way too high coming in under a first-year head coach who's never been a head coach in the NFL before. The expectations were so high, and everyone is expecting to see all these gimmicks and high-flying plays that you're just not seeing for the most part.
0: they got to learn the language. I yeah. just said last week this is the most wordy offense he's had since Cal Berkeley.
1: They're getting results, but the results aren't meeting what most fans' expectations all right. All right. were. Let's go back to the cold play. The kick wasn't it. Let's see if we can find another one. What's your guess? Uh, Philip Lindsay's pair of rushing touchdowns. Mmm. Pick
0: one. Ooh. Pick one. Which one was more chilling than the other? The first one. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you the second one. We're, oh! not We're not that tough. What
1: a nice guy this Mark Philip Daniels is. Lindsey's
0: touchdown. It was the last one that was the chilliest one, for it took three players. To try and get him down on fourth and goal from the one are you kidding kenny clark had a shot dean Lowry had a shot darnell savage had a shot but yet lindsay found his way into the end zone to make it a 24 16 game it was just one of 149 way too many rushing yards in the afternoon for kenny clark
2: more dialed in uh, I, th- I think i think that's our biggest our, our biggest thing right now these last two weeks uh people have been able to run the ball on us uh, we gotta wrap up and tackle out. I, I mean I had a I had a missed tackle on the fourth down. I I won back bad. But yeah, we gotta we gotta make plays and we gotta we gotta stop the run.
1: Gotta stop the run, fellas. Got to- to stop the run and stop the offensive lineman for dragging a guy. Yeah,
0: I mean that was <laughs> the th- all right after he broke tackles and yeah. kept his feet turning. I'm not sure who, what the guard, what guard it was. It must have been the left guard. I'm see Why
1: that. is that never called? Uh, helping a runner,
0: assisting the runner. Yeah, it's still on the books. I I know that. In fact, I had that called in the East-West high school football game I did on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I get that in high
0: school. But, but you I just mean, don't, look at all. Don't runs. see it. Look at how many of the runs yesterday or even tonight. What any game where the right. scrum. You know, the runner's finally getting slowed down, but he's still upright, and then the offensive linemen come from behind, and it's just a mass of bodies going one way or the other, you know. My f- my favorite part about Lane those... Lane Taylor shoved Jamal Williams into the end zone on the yeah. screen last week.
1: My favorite part about those plays is when it's the offensive linemen that push the running backs forward for five or ten extra yards, but it's the running back that celebrates the most yeah it's like nobody you didn't do the work (laughs) yeah
0: it was dalton risner the uh rookie left guard that uh literally pulled lindsey into the end zone but who's our winner uh that was craig craig you're in congratulations on our hot and cold plays of the day packers getting ready to take on the eagles yes uh philly not far removed from the philly special and the super bowl title uh with doug peterson just a couple of years ago but that was with nick Foles, who's now (laughs) On the wounded list at Jacksonville, Carson Wentz is back. And quite honestly, without his top targets yesterday, I thought he struggled throwing the ball. Uh, Again, low percentage, not a lot of yards, not a lot of help in the running game. This is an offense that, like the Packers, is kind of just misfiring here. Need a tune-up.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're right, with a Deshaun Jackson going down who – Reuniting with Philadelphia, the story that that is, he's still a big play threat. He's a down-the-field weapon. He's
0: got like one of the highest touchdown yardage averages. I mean, his average touchdowns are among the all-time best, 30-plus.
1: Tough to lose those types of guys, and it makes it easier on a Packers defense to scheme for that type of an offense. And if you can just consistently, again, get pressure on Wentz, you're gonna have a great shot to to win that game
0: i think so too uh and the pressure is coming and uh, and
1: that's why uh it's uh
0: really encouraging to see the feistiness of alexander the reach of kevin king uh and uh, the way they are are locking down uh, wide receivers uh digs has there's been one well all right two the one up the sideline yesterday where i that was just an inexplicable stop uh, by King on that one. But then Diggs had the one, and that was even tightly guarded by J. These guys are really making life difficult. They are covering very well. In fact, I think Alexander, I saw a note, has been targeted 21 times uh, and has given up just nine receptions.
1: That's very good. Not bad. Yeah, he's a very good defensive back just in his second year. You know, if he stays healthy, prolongs his career, he should be – You know, one of those top-tier corners for a long time. I think so. Uh, And when you get the type of pressure that that front can get and the linebackers can get, it makes it so much easier on your defensive backs. That's been the problem with a lot of teams for years is not being able to get pressure with all of the advantages that the offenses have. Your DBs are out there for three, four seconds. You're not going to win a lot of those battles. No, you're You're not. You're going to look bad. But if you're out there for two, top and three, you're gonna look really good. You can stay with those receivers for a lot longer period of time. Yeah, And you can make plays and take chances.
0: Yeah, it's it's working, that's for sure, so far with this Packer defense. Off to a very, very good start. Packers
1: lead the all-time series 24 and 16. One and two
0: in the playoffs against Philadelphia all time. The losses, Vince Lombardi's only playoff loss. 1960 championship game at Franklin Field. I got to go, last time we were in Philly was 2016, and I went to Franklin Field, which is on the University of Pennsylvania campus fantastic still looks exactly the same i mean they have new turf and everything but yeah. it's got the old brick exterior uh that's where jimmy taylor was stopped by Chud mcnared and the final seconds right you know a couple yards from the goal line only time the packers lost a playoff game under vince lombardi uh the other playoff games uh, were of course the memorable win in philadelphia in a year we're going to remember in a couple of minutes and then fourth and 26. <laughs> yeah just trying to make a play. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone remembers the fourth and 26 catch uh, by uh, Brown, but far threw the most horrible interception in overtime that only tied the game, led to the time field goal. The interception he threw in overtime was just to Brian Dawkins. It was just unbelievable. So, uh, but the one thing about Philly, I'll say do not go to a Packer game in Philadelphia and wear Packer colors. All right. That's just a piece of advice I'm going to give you right now uh, because you will not be treated kindly.
1: You just won't. Yeah. And it's, everybody knows that about Philly sports, right? It's just—I suppose—their fan base is going to get on you pretty hard. The, I mean, it's—it can get
0: nasty, yeah. nasty, scary nasty. Uh, but anyway, so you've been warned. <laughs> you've
1: been warned. Uh, I think but it's okay at Lambeau Field. They will welcome Eagles fans. It'll be. I think so. It'll be fine.
0: Uh, Again, there were a lot of Denver fans here yesterday. Not quite as many as the Vikings brought last week. Uh, So I think Milwaukee gold package ticket holders held onto theirs a little bit tighter.
1: Speaking of fans, George Hill of the Milwaukee Bucks. I saw that. Was at the game yesterday. I like what's developing between the major sports franchises in this state. When the Packers are at a Bucks game, there's the shotgun a beer challenge, which David Bakhtiari destroyed. Yeah, I know. He's a
0: one gulp guy
1: he is but then George Hill shows up at Lambeau they catch him on the Jumbotron he's like fine I'll shotgun a beer I can do it he I think you need to sit down George Hill Bakhtiari and remember Christian Yelich did it at a Bucks game too that's true get those three together one from each major sports franchise have a shotgun off with beers donate proceeds whatever to charity I think that would be fantastic see who's the best chugger in the state all right Sports-wise, sports-wise right. see who's the best Wisconsin sport beer chugger. I'm game. Team team up with a charity and make it a really cool event. They can put hot dog eating contests on national television. Right? Why not? Yeah. Why not? That wouldn't be fair. Anyone from the Packers probably wins that. All right.
0: Packers v. Eagles. Uh, let's match them up. Uh, we mentioned uh, they're off to a struggling 1-2 start. Falling at home yesterday and now traveling on a very short week. I like how the Packers got through that game yesterday uh, healthy. I, I, The momentum and the energy really seems to be building, and this wraps up the three-game homestand to start this season. I just have a pretty good vibe about this one. I really do.
1: I think so, too. Yeah, I think this the defense for the Packers is only going to get better, which I think is also scary. I think they're going to tighten up, giving up ground yards. and I, I think they'll handle – Carson Wentz, all right, especially down to Sean Jackson. We mentioned the Lions
0: uh, winning. They're 2-0-1 uh, so far, but they got Kansas City at home next Sunday, so
1: that might be tough. Nice for them to have it at home. But. I don't know that that works out for them. Yeah, but Mahomes. The Chiefs, are, just, the Chiefs are scary good. Mahomes is really, really something yeah. to watch. He's, he putting up, he's putting up better numbers right now. He's on a better pace I than know. his MVP season. His yeah, the first 20 games
0: of his career are just absolutely yeah. crazy. He's good. Uh, Bears come off tonight's game in Washington. Back home hosting Minnesota. That ought to be interesting uh, to get those two tangling. Uh, the Cowboys looming for the Packers. They're 3-0 and looking very good. They are at New Orleans next Sunday they night. They haven't
1: played anybody yet. I know, I know. I mean, no, Dak Prescott looks like an MVP guy, but he's going up against the Dolphins and Giants and they're not playing and nor have your either. guys uh, right and they'll exactly their
0: comeuppance maybe yep. Sunday three and oh pats and the three and oh buffalo bills nobody should be circles fun. the wagons like the buffalo bills should, should be, be fun uh so yeah some big games coming next weekend the best thing is after Thursday night which I hate we'll have a chance to just Have a weekend off. Right. And we're back on Monday. We are back on Monday, by the way. It's just, yeah, no Friday, but next Monday we will be back. But we're going to take a break and come back. And when we do come back, we are going to remember one of the most glorious evenings in franchise history. We've been celebrating all year with our friends from Card & Coin, Packer City Antiques, along with some uh, Packer memorabilia. Month of August, we celebrate... The 80s, our first decade on the air. This month, we're celebrating the 90s, and, uh, and tonight, we're celebrating one of the greatest days in franchise history, ladies and gentlemen. It was January 26, 1997. Super Bowl 31 at the Louisiana Superdome in New Orleans. Yeah. Packers restored the glory with a 35-21 victory over New England's Patriots, their 12th championship and first after a long, long 29-year wait. When the Pack's lead was cut to six in the third quarter, it was Desmond Howard earning the game's most valuable player award, taking the next kickoff, 99 yards for the touchdown.
1: Obviously, it was a backbreaker. They had just scored. They had the momentum going their way. That kickoff return plus the two points put us up by two touchdowns. It was definitely a backbreaker.
0: Definitely was the backbreaker. That was it. That was an exciting, And then exciting And then play.
1: Reggie White closed out that yes, game. Yes, he did close that game. Yes, he a did. A couple
0: of, uh, you know, the the clubs and stuff and everything. There was so much that was involved in that game, including pretty good audible to start the game, right? Uh, Favre dropping back, founding Bad yeah. Moon Rising, a late-season pickup. What a pickup he was. For the touchdown, and already a two-time league's most valuable player. Brett farr was finally a champion that night.
2: Now I'm greedy. Now I want to win more. I see what other players have talked about. Once you win one, you know, we want to come back and and win another one. But we want to enjoy this for a while.
0: Oh, he enjoyed it for, I'm sure, a long while. That was back in his uh, hellion-raising days, that's for sure. They did get back, but didn't win again, obviously. But for head coach Mike Holmgren, he held up a trophy in his hand while addressing his champs.
1: This trophy, this is it. It was named after Vince Lombardi. You playing Green Bay. As important as it is to any other team and any other player, it means more to us. It does. That's one of my favorite lines
0: from old Michael there. And congratulations on the pack in the 97 Super Bowl 31 championship. Great night.
1: I think everyone knows I'm a Patriots fan. Were you then? Since 1985. Yes. Since the 45 to 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first year. I rooted for the underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen some bad days. All right. But during that year, I was in high school and does everyone remember Hog Hanner from the Packers? Yeah, Dave Hanner. Hanner? Oh, great guy. His son, Joel, was the head football coach of my high school. Oh, Marinette. At yeah. Marinette. Yeah. And during Super Bowl week, I wore my Drew Bledsoe jersey every single day. Coach Hanner was not a fan of Matt Zig. <laughs>
0: <laughs>